The 2X e-commerce podcast is brought to you by Bright Pearl, the number one retail operating system for e-commerce, multi-channel retail brands, and wholesalers who want to grow fearlessly. We are in 2022. We cannot wait seven days to receive the money from our customer. It needs to happen in a matter of seconds. If you have your banking app installed in your phone, the volume button shows up and in one click it opens your favorite banking app to complete the payment. That's how we move conversion rates. So on today's episode, we're going to be talking about building a headless and transparent checkout experience with open banking. It's a great episode you do not want to miss, so do stay tuned. Retail and e-commerce have witnessed an unprecedented transformation in the last decade. The widespread adoption of mobile technology, social media, as well as the lowered cost of cloud-based technology have not only eroded the barriers to entry in retail, but it's also led to the rapid rise and dominance of digital native product brands that sell directly to their customers. On this podcast, you'll get the scoop on customer acquisition and retention strategies employed by high-growth digital native product brands. Not being afraid to spend because you know that customer is going to pay it back uh, three or four-fold. That's when you start to unlock channels in the way that they were meant to be used. Listen to interviews with experts at the forefront of technology and innovation in digital retail. Three years ago, they wouldn't have come to us because, yeah, the macro trend of cloud, Wi-Fi, broadband availability, that was a real, that was a real problem. Hear first-hand stories from founders of innovative direct-to-consumer brands. Although I was thinking about the competition, I was more thinking about, like, how do I just build a freaking successful business? We focus on driving as much traffic as possible, converting that traffic, uh, and then dumping money back into driving more traffic. These insights will help you consistently 2x growth in specific areas of your direct-to-consumer brand. This is the 2x e-commerce podcast, hosted by Kunle Campbell. Does your fast-growing online retail business stand out from the pack? Have you taken huge growth leaps in the last year? If so, step up and be in the running for Bright Pearl's Lightning 50, the definitive list of the fastest growing online businesses in the UK and US. Head over to brightpearl.com. Hello, 2Xers. Welcome to the 2X e-commerce podcast show. I'm your host, Kune Campbell. Um, the 2X e-commerce podcast is dedicated to digital commerce insights for retail and e-commerce teams. Each week on this podcast, we interview a commerce expert, a founder of a di- digital native consumer brand or representative from a best-in-class commerce SaaS product. They all have a tight remit to give you ideas you can test right away on your brands so that if you want to improve you know, commerce growth metrics such as conversions, average order value, repeat customers, your audience size, and ultimately your gross merchant value or sales. They're here. We are here to help you sell more sustainably. So on today's episode, um, if you're in the UK, this would be very important to you. This would be very, very important. Why? Because we talk about open banking. Open banking is... Um, a way in which you are, um, you know, um, you unlock, you know, information um, and access to banking technology via APIs. And it's a standard currently being um, 
developed and led by the UK. Um, so I'll give you a use case. You know, I'm trying to pay for like a utility, like my electricity bill online. And one of the most annoying things is their checkout flow, their checkout process. It is not the best, essentially. Uh, and so um, th- now when you go through, um, you know, these services, there's there's an option to pay with your bank, you know, to pay with, um, with your banking app. So what happens is that checkout sort of redirects a, a layer. It's like a one-click layer checkout. Um, which will recognize the mobile banking app I have installed on my phone, or I, you know, select it, and then my mobile banking app actually interacts with that checkout experience to make payment in almost instantaneously. It, it really depends on the user experience, you know, delivered by the app. But that, that's a use case of open. That's one use case of open banking. Open banking also sort of gives you. Um, just better analytics, you know, through reports on on the way you're using, you know, your banking app beyond what the bank has created, essentially. Um, so, so my conversation here with um, with with Simone Martinelli, who is the founder of a of a service called Volume, um, they're providing like open banking services for e-commerce merchants. So. In your checkouts, if you're running Big Commerce or Magento, and you happen to be in the UK, you can now add, you know, pay with your banking app, you know, pay with Monzo, pay with your banking app, you know, and it would sort of pop in as an option at checkout for you to to um, to present to users as another option. And the nice thing about it is that it can be price adjusted because you pay less. I think he he mentioned the fact that you pay not 0.5% in transaction fees versus you know you, you know 3% sometimes 4 even 5% if you're using something like PayPal for 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 transactions so the transactional charges are actually low with open banking so I thought to really share this conversation with yourselves particularly UK um you know merchants as a way to test because as I said the the objective of this show is to give you ideas you could test to improve metrics. You know, would this lead to an uplift in your conversions? Um, are people adopting um, a pay with their bank? Um, you know, is, is that hitting adoption or are people preferring to pay with credits? It really depends on who you're selling to, what you're selling. It's very nuanced, right? Um, so this conversation really was to really get into you know, what they're doing, you know, how they're thinking about, um, you know, the checkout, you know, how, how it's thinking about the checkout, essentially. And um, he gives um, just a few tips, you know, uh, around um, just checkout practices, you know, best practice checkout, you know, best practices for, for, for your checkout. And it's really an exploratory conversation around how, you know, the checkout experience, you know, should be with open banking. Um, so yeah, it's uh, if you're in the UK, this will be relevant. If you're not in the UK, it may not be relevant. And, and that's why this is a bonus episode, okay? So I hope you, you enjoy the conversation and I shall catch you on the other side. Cheers. 
The 2X e-commerce podcast is brought to you by Klaviyo, the ultimate e-commerce marketing platform for email and SMS messaging. Whether you're launching your e-commerce business or taking your brand to the next level, Klaviyo gives you the tools to get going faster. That is why it's trusted by over 50,000 e-commerce brands like Brooklinen, Nun, and Chubby's. Build your contact list, send emails that pop, and create marketing moments that build valuable customer relationships over any distance. Get started for free today. Visit clavio.com forward slash 2x to create your free account. That is K-L-A-V-I-Y-O.com forward slash 2x. Right, Simone, it's it's a pleasure to have you on the 2X e-commerce podcast. Welcome. Thank you, Kenley. It's a pleasure to be here. Fantastic, fantastic. Where are you dialing in from? I'm dialing from London. All right, where, where about to London are you? Oh, we have a small offices near the Battersea Power Station. That's oh, beautiful I, up here. I love it, I love it. And it's got the park, which, which, which you could just pop in and, you know, go for a run and, you know, get fresh air by the Thames. I, I I digress. So um, yeah. So you're the founder CEO of Volume, which is a one-click checkout solution, essentially for that integrates with open banking. And you're essentially you said you wanted to 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 make Visa or Mastercard not a thing at checkout any longer, and allow people pay directly with their bank accounts with one click. That's, That's exactly. That's okay. exactly. And being an ex-Mastercard, uh, it's a bit weird to say because I was on the <laughs> other side of the table. But yeah, that's what we are actually doing at the moment. Okay, so we're going to go back to because you, you just mentioned your, you, you know, your ex-Mastercard, trying to get rid of all your colleagues, your your ex-colleagues. That's really, pretty much well, there. This is a very long <laughs> holiday after the hard work of the last twenty years. Fantastic. Let's go back um, to um, your your beginnings, your your background. Do you? You started out in crypto. Um, do you, should, should we should we speak to to your beginnings, and then we'll we'll just try and see the evolution to 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 to, to the founding of, of Volume. Of course, uh, um, as you can guess from my accent, I'm originally Italian, but um, I started my journey in payment in the early days of crypto, um, where the value of Bitcoin was practically nothing, and the only way to mine Bitcoin was to break down your PlayStation Two and link it to your laptop uh, so you could speed up the mining. Uh, that were the good old days, let's put it that way. Um, so since then, it was clear for me that... Uh, how how many Bitcoin payment, did, you, did you mine? Uh, I don't even want to know because there's still a lot uh, in that old laptop and my parents' place uh, somewhere. Uh, <laughs> okay, let's not go there. Okay, go, go on, Pete. Um, so, so that was obvious that uh, career in payment, uh, that's what I wanted to to do mm, in the long run. Uh, mm, that's how mm. everything started. Mm. Super, super interesting. And and then um, what did you, uh, you were 17 at the time. Um, did you go to uni? Did you just not think about uni, just thinking about payments? Um, what was the trajectory? I did a bit of uni, um, was computer science, uh, tried to go down that route. I turned out to be a better product manager than a developer. Mm. Um, so a bit of a pivot there. And uh, um, in the UK, when I moved to the UK eight years ago, um, I started a PhD at Imperial College, but uh, it wasn't really, really my road. 
And uh, so I drop out uh, and I start to join the fintech industry in a Bitcoin startup. Uh, okay, okay. So between that, um, we we, sh- we must not miss out um, your stint at, um, at a Mastercard. You're a product product manager there, um, and and also World Remit, which which is remittance international remittance, you know, um, company. Um, so. As a product manager, you you you're it's a creative space, isn't it? You're you're, you're building essentially. You're responsible for what the next features in in their product in, in the product will, um, will, will will deliver. So, what were your insights in, in just in Mastercard and Wardrobe? You know, from from product managers, where did you think payments? You know, do you, where, where did you? What were your? Could you give us insights from from both um, stints, please? Of course. Uh, product management is a very exciting uh, job because you get the chance to speak with uh, engineers uh, and customers and uh, you need to be quite creative to solve your customers' problem. And solving problems from a, in a company like MasterCard, it means that you're dealing with uh, um, large e-commerce businesses across the world, from US to UK to Australia, like Walmart uh, or Amazon uh, and these sort of guys. Uh, and help them to accept uh, and increase the checkout experience when they take payment from their customers. Um, in World Dreamit, you're working more on a B uh, to C side in a consumer proposition, helping friends and family to send money home uh, with a convenient exchange fee. So mm-hmm. it's a different angle that gives us a bit of a, an overview of how the payment uh, landscape is surely complicated. Uh, Mm. Uh, but also the opportunities that are there. And we got really mm. passionate about something uh, when we were at World Dream. It is about the hidden fees at the checkout. Uh, mm. Mm. Um, mm. What nobody knows is that uh, whenever we pay £100 online to buy a T-shirt on Amazon or in any other e-commerce website, uh, there are fees that the e-commerce businesses are paying to accept these payments, uh, which ultimately creates uh, a non-sustainable financial network. And that's something that we want to change at Volume. Well, what we, we're talking about sometimes 3%, um, so, 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 3% um, typically? can go even higher. It can go up to 6% uh, if you include mm-hmm. uh, the fees for currency exchange, uh, um, and uh, uh, different type of cards. Uh, so it can be higher. And ultimately, the interesting fact is that uh, um, we calculate that uh, in the UK, the average uh, hidden fees paid by online shopper are actually uh, 850 pounds uh, per user per year. So mm-hmm. it means that we can enable uh, merchant to pay less uh, and their customer to pay less uh, if we build a financially inclusive network. Okay, so so let, let's let's start out with volume, which which is which is the you know what you guys do, which is which is which is what you founded. Um, when did you start volume? We started um, nine months ago. Okay. And you're the universal checkout experience for for commerce. That's how you phrase yourself in um, in on on your crunch base, right? Um, so at at this point, you're 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 a you're a checkout for like e-commerce stores. Do do you work beyond e-commerce? Do you work with like service providers um, for with with your one-click checkout? 
Yes, we do work with uh, two other uh, partners. One is service providers, uh, and the mm-hmm. second one is an um, e-commerce platform like uh, BigCommerce, for instance. Okay, okay, okay. Makes makes a lot of sense. Right. Um, so, how, why open banking? Why now? There's there's a lot of strides. There's a lot of strides been made, you know, with um, with open banking um, over the the years. So, why do you think? What are the benefits of of open banking, and um, and, and how does just um, how, how do you fit in with volume? Open banking, we believe, is truly um, the ne- will open up the next generation of uh, um, payment, and the why is very simple. Um, there is an interesting article published by A sixteen Z. In uh, um, one of the VC, elaborate clearly what it takes to build a universal checkout, which I think is actually ticks all the boxes. Uh, and the first point is around uh, convenience. We need somebody needs to help e-commerce merchant to save the fees applied by Mastercard and Visa and Stripe and all these guys. The second is real time settlement. Uh, we are in 2022. We cannot wait seven days to receive the money from our customer. It needs to happen in a matter of second. And the third one uh, is the lack of is the lack of fraud. Uh, at the moment, card rates are um, full of uh, potential uh, um, vulnerabilities uh, that creates uh, a non-secure experience. And open banking enable and real-time payment enable exactly this functionality for merchants. That's why we think is the next uh, big thing in payment. Okay, and you're addressing this issue with technology um, which can be integrated on the web, digital technology in the web. Um, do you see this sort of making its way at physical checkouts in retail? Because at the moment, you, you the default, if you do not want to use credit, is a debit card. We do see an opportunity for in-store. Um, the challenge that we are having is that, uh, and the entire industry is having, is that the QR code are actually not a thing. And online shop, like people like us hate, uh, I don't know about you, Kanli, but do you actually like to scan your QR code when you pay online, when you can just stop your card? <sighs> so... It's, it's 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 a good question. Um, I not tried it. Not it's it's not become a habit. Let's put it that way. Um, yeah. Whether in um, um, Asia, um, it's actually taking off. US and UK and European market are completely different. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a particular attention to the user experience, uh, mm. and QR code has been around for ten years uh, and has not yet taken off. So. Our bet that uh, we need a better technology before we need to enable in-store payment. Mm. Mm. We need better tech to, to enable. Yeah. Let's take this quick break to hear from our sponsors. The subscription market is predicted to grow to nearly 500 billion by 2025. As a fast-growing area in commerce, subscriptions hold tremendous opportunities to build a community of customers who share your values. 
Recharge is the leading subscription management solution helping e-commerce merchants of all sizes launch and scale subscription offerings. Recharge powers the growth of over 15,000 subscription merchants and their communities, turning one-time transactions into long-term customer relationships. Whether you're a direct-to-consumer business or an omni-channel brand, subscriptions strengthen the brand relationships with your customers and make it easy for customers to make repeat purchases. With subscriptions, merchants are able to experience predictable revenue, increased customer loyalty, and higher average order values. Turn transactions into relationships and experience seamless subscription commerce with Recharge. Get started today with subscription payment solution trusted by over 50 million subscribers worldwide by heading over to rechargepayments.com forward slash 2x. That is rechargepayments.com forward slash 2x. Did you know that loyal customers are nine times more likely to convert compared to a first-time shopper? That's why exceptional customer service is so important for your retention and growth. I recommend using Gorgeous, the leading help desk for Shopify, Magento, and big commerce merchants. Gorgeous combines all your communication channels, including email, SMS, social media, live chat, and phone into one platform. This saves your team hours per day and makes managing customer orders a breeze. It also integrates seamlessly with your existing tech stack so you can access customer information and even edit, return, refund, or create an order right from your help desk. To learn more, go to gorgeous.com. That's G-O-R-G-I-A-S.com and mention 2x e-commerce podcast for two months free that is gorgeous.com for two months free just mention 2x e-commerce uh, and so on on the web what's your data you know telling you you've been you know you you, you you've been in market for about nine months now um how and are you addressing where you're addressing the the issue um, at the SME level, enterprise? W- what is the appetite, and or what's actually where do you see a lot of activity now and opportunity? Yeah, we're focusing on the SMEs, and our pitch for the SMEs is very simple: we help them mm-hmm. to to sell more and spend less. Sell more because we increase conversion rate at the checkout, uh, and spend less because we use open banking rails instead of the traditional card rails. Uh. Mm-hmm. Uh, we really want to support these SMEs. They need much more help than the one they're getting. Uh, um, otherwise, we will end up on Amazon owning uh, every e-commerce piece on the planet. Uh, and why, why would Amazon? Really, why do you think Amazon will take will take over? Because of course, it's use, they're using their uh, position as a market leader to kill anybody else. Um, I think Shopify did a, a great job to support the SMEs, but uh, nobody actually help the SMEs at the checkout. And we want to be the Shopify for the checkout. Okay. Um, so, so Shopify, as much as Shopify has, th- you know, a handful of, um, you know, third-party integrations, um, a, a lot of Shopify merchants are don't even think about, you know, moving off, um, you know, Shopify's default checkout, you know, um, you know, flow. How... Would you, do you think volume 
will appeal to non-Shopify, you know, merchants. Are you, do you have any plans to working with the Shopify payments team to, to get, um, to, to, to get integration with Shopify? Are you looking at Shopify or, or, or not? We do look at e-commerce platform. Shopify is one mm-hmm. of it. And just to clarify, we're not competing with them. We are a win-win solution mm-hmm. where Shopify offers the website, the content management, the logistic, the order management, and we do the one-click checkout on their mm-hmm. website. So we are a plug-in on Shopify. We start okay. with other e-commerce platform, um, like BigCommerce is the first of the list where we start. Uh, because they have a very open source uh, um, functionality, platform. Um, mm-hmm. open source platform, uh, but that's where uh, where we're going. Uh, we really okay. believe in creating a financial inclusive network. Uh, so yeah. we really, um, yeah. The, the the reason I'm asking is I um, last year I sat with the um, with the founder of Fast, um, the online checkout, the the one click you know online checkout DOM, and. Their focus was um, WooCommerce, um, so they were not looking at all at you know Shopify merchants, um, just due to the um, the barriers they put in. And, and as you alluded to, he also mentioned um, you know big commerce um, at, at checkout. We got compared quite often to Fast.co. Um, yeah. The difference is that uh, Fast.co use card rails, mm-hmm. so their price is like three percent. Mm-hmm. And we go to the market with a price that is uh, three times cheaper than cards and 10 times cheaper than PayPal, uh, which mm. is 0, 0.75%. Uh. Mm. So if you compare these fees against the Stripe fees or the Fast fees, uh, we are the cheapest uh, ch- uh, payment method at the checkout for the commerce merchant. So another question I have is, as a merchant, because lots of merchants listen to this show, would you... Can you use volume side by side with other checkout solutions? So, or is volume meant to be an exclusive one-click checkout um, for e-commerce experiences? It's a good question. What we've seen is that uh, e-commerce merchants have the possibility to add uh, as as a payment method. Um, some brave merchants actually decommission the entire payment method set and only leave volume at their checkout. Mm -hmm. And why? Because at today, the checkout experience, uh, it's very crowded. Uh, There is Card, there is Apple Pay, there is PayPal, uh, Klarna, Affirm, uh, Buy Now Pay the Solution, and ultimately this money all come from the bank account of your customer. And we connect directly with your banking app. So what is the point of connecting to PayPal where behind PayPal there is still the bank account of the customer? What is the point of paying with Apple Pay if inside Apple Pay there is still the bank account of the customer? We enable this direct account-to-account payment, which is frictionless and for e-commerce businesses and online shoppers. Which is which is why I think um, you know your proposition is is very interesting, um, given the fact that you know um, you know the, the, as you said that it, it's coming from from their bank accounts. It's just that shoppers at this point in time need to be educated, you know, around around this. I, I think, um, but if open banking continues to make strides then um you're you're well positioned to 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 you know to to get a lot of market share 
My, my question has to do now with like the geos, you know, you guys are operating in um, open banking is, is very, it's making its strides in the UK. Um, what are the alternatives to open banking in, in the States and, you know, Europe, or should we even define open banking? Because um, a, a lot of um, our audience is not necessarily you know, in the fintech space, they're, they're more, you know, merchants and operators. Of course, I think the alternative of, um, so when open banking, uh, what it essentially means is that banks are forced to open their data to create, uh, uh, to enable third party like us to build new services for online shopper and merchant. It's very simple. It's data that previously were not accessible by third parties. Now with open banking, they are. And solutions like us then, then come to life and help e-commerce businesses. Uh, mm-hmm. To your question about US, the equivalent of open banking in US for approximation might be real-time payment. Uh, so ACH and real-time payment. Uh. And, and do the, the access to data in real-time and ACH payment, um, is, is, it, is it as... as um, as generous as open banking um, in terms of um, access to to payment data? So the interesting trend that we've seen in the last five years is that uh, um, despite open banking started as an UK initiative now, is not only, of course, extended with PSD to to Europe, uh, but also Australia um, is moving into that direction and US uh, is looking into joining this uh, global standard of uh, um, banking API, essentially. Mm. Um, and would be fantastic to have uh, a standard on a global level. Very mm. unrealistic, but at least uh, having a two, three standard on a global level would make a massive help in uh, increasing uh, the uh, checkout experience and adoption. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Makes makes a makes a ton of sense. So, so really, the UK here is in 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 cutting edge because this is really clever tech. Um, so, when I'm paying like utility bills. I use open banking. I, I, I don't like the checkout experience um, for most utility providers, but maybe Octopus Energy uh, on payments, you know, in terms of like the checkout forms are very convoluted. They look, they don't look secure, but when the auto, open banking, particularly on the mobile is so easy to integrate with, um, with my bank and it's, it's instant. It's just a debit from, from my account. Okay, makes makes a ton of sense. And, and in terms of adoption, um, with the data you have thus far, um, what what is what what you know? How are you converting um, you know um, um, shoppers to to to, to towards um, you know creating accounts with your? Do you need to create an account with a one click checkout or? Um, I love your question because. We don't need to create an account. As long as mm. you have your banking app installed in your phone, our solution works. Okay. Most of the payment methods out there, um, Fast, PayPal, etc., they actually using the e-commerce website and app to get their own customer acquisition, which means that you need to create an account with PayPal before you're actually using it. Mm. With us, we don't do that. If you have your banking app installed in your phone, the volume button shows up and in one click it, go, it opens your favorite banking app to complete the payment. Mm. That's how we move conversion rates. A lot has been said around helping merchants to improve conversion rates. We are taking it to the next level because of no sign-up process uh, um, that is required. Right. 
So, so what is a typical call to action um, to a volume, um, um, you know, um, one-click checkout at at a checkout? So I, I would assume, you know, um, if I was a major, if I was a retailer, um, speaking to to like mid-market retailers to listen to this show, turning over one million to twenty-five million in, in revenue. Um, a lot of them will see volume. Obviously, we're now looking at a subset of them. The UK-based one would see volume as an add-on to their checkout. They will still have those options because shoppers want those options anyway. So if you were to add volume as one of the payments, um, what call to action? How would you describe it? Is it pay with open banking or pay with your banking app? How, how are you know, sort of retailers sort of framing the use of, um, of deploying volume um, or encouraging usage of, of volume or um, open banking as a means to, 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 to make payments? It's a completely white-labeled solution. And to give you an example, uh, Kandi, what's your, what's your bank, if I can Monzo. ask? Monzo. 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 Fabulous. Yeah. So you go on a merchant website, you see your sunglasses, you know, I like, I need to get ready for the summer. And you have two options, either add to cart or pay with Monzo, with the Monzo brand. And when you click pay with Monzo, your banking app comes up. Volume is nowhere. It's absolutely white labeling oh, and we don't want to impact. And that's how we are able to move the needle better than anybody else. So your else. infrastructure, your, your payment infrastructure, your pay, payment layer. We call it transparent okay. checkout because it right. takes the brand of your favorite uh, banking app. So Love for that. you, it's Monzo. For me, it's Revolut because Revolut is my favorite banking app. We are the headless checkout that personalize uh, the button based on the uh, individual customer. That's that. No, I love this. I love this. Did I manage to convince you to use us at the next show? <laughs> <laughs> no, this, this podcast is not, to, is, not, um, is not in any way um, geared towards um, encouraging people to use any any apps. I, I really just want to know more about open banking and its potential, you know, at checkout. That that's um the reason why we, we brought you guys on. And and I think we, you know, I've learned I'm clever. I've left this conversation much um insight with much more insights into how um you can go about um you know open banking at checkout that that is headless. Um so I just want to thank you for for coming on um, to 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 the podcast. Um, for those who want to find out more about volume, it's getvolume.co.uk. Um, at the moment, it's only open to to, to UK um, merchants. Um, that may change, and and then um, <clears throat> Simone, for for those who want to sort of you know follow you, um, are you active on any social media you know um, platforms? Um, how best can they reach out to you? Fantastic. No, on my on our website, there is a chat with us that goes straight into my phone. So um, feel free to drop uh, uh, any sort of question. Okay. We would link to you in the show notes. Um, yeah, as I said, it's been very, very interesting, you know, get, get into it to learn more about volume and, um, you know, just check out, you know. So thank you so much, Simone. Thank you very much. A pleasure to be here. Thank you for inviting me. Cheers. Thanks for listening to this episode of 2X e-commerce. We encourage you to connect with our community of 2X e-commerce listeners on our Facebook group, e-commerce growth accelerator mastermind. Just search for 2X e-commerce on Facebook to find it. Answer three questions and you'll be approved. 
grab the show notes of this episode on our website, 2xecommerce.com. Finally, if you haven't already, give the show a review on your podcasting app. Catch you on the next show and keep growing.